This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey everybody, Father Craig Vosick, your host today for Real Presence Live, coming to you from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. We've celebrated Mass, we've spoken about Holy Week, we've spoken about the Triduum itself and Vatican Directives, and now we're going to continue this this theme of speaking on things liturgical and spiritual by visiting with Father Anthony Urban from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Good morning, Father. Welcome, and thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me as well. Wonderful. So you are of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I was uh, ordained a priest in 2011, uh, so coming up on nine years pretty soon, and uh, uh, from Sioux Falls originally, but right now I'm the pastor of St. Wenceslaus Falls Parish in Tabor, South Dakota, and then also St. John the Baptist Parish, which I drive to uh, kind of as a satellite parish. So um, yeah, those, those, that's where I'm at now, and um, I've um, been in around Falls, you know, lost my time as a priest, but um, being down in Tabor, kind of the south central part of our diocese for the last couple of years. So, Father, I, I, I'm a little distracted all of a sudden because I heard you say Tabor, South Dakota. I'm from Tabor. Yep. I'm from Tabor, Minnesota. There you go. Yeah. And we, we have a strong Czech community there. We have Czech festival each year, but I think that there's a massive one or a big one or something going on in Tabor, South Dakota. Yeah, it's, I think it's the third weekend of June, um, and you know we're they're deciding right now whether or not to have it because of the, the coronavirus stuff going on. So, um, but yeah, it usually brings in about you know four to five thousand people I love uh, over it. weekend. Yeah, and. Um, you know, it happened right before I moved, you know, so my first year, it started in July 1st, but I just missed it, you know, right before I moved, but last year was a, it was a great celebration, we had great weather, and um, I think it is just, it was a beautiful time to see families together, it's kind of like a big family reunion, because so many families are related to one another, and, um, you know, music, you know, food, it's better, it's just a wonderful day, or wonderful few days, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm, I can't be distracted for long. We have to talk about other things, but I could talk sure, about sure. Yeah. Uh, che- my Czech background and all kinds of things all day long. Um, yeah. So, uh, the coronavirus, this is the topic for so many people. Mm-hmm. It's impacting people every day uh, in yeah. v- varied ways. Um, how how has it impacted you? Uh, how has it impacted the parish life, the people of your, of mm-hmm. your parish, the flock? Yeah, it's really, really limited things, you know, just in terms of me um, being able to go to nursing homes to visit. Um, those have been locked down unless it's the, you know, the exact emergency of a person nearing death. Um, uh, also, hospital visits are, are limited, you know, and right now I haven't had many people in, which is good, but um, for that the case, it would be a little more difficult to uh, uh, to make some of those normal visits happen uh, in terms of religious education. Um, when school got suspended, you know, we go along with that schedule, so um, I've been investigating Google Classrooms. I just actually did some stuff this morning to offer some stuff to our kids uh, to help that process along, too. Um, what else? You know, daily masses, obviously. You know, it's just been me and uh, my phone. Um, you know, and uh, Sunday mass has been the same thing, too. So it's, uh, it has been very limiting. Um, you know, whenever I take my dog out for a walk in town, I might come across a few people who visit for a little while on catch-up, which is great, but um, we wish it could happen a little more, uh, uh, a little more localized to the church and to the parish. But um, it's the best we can do uh, given the circumstances right now. So, right. yeah, and um, 
you know, the days around here get a little long, so I've been cleaning up and, you know, sorting and purging, so, you know, whether it's my personal stuff or parish stuff, you know, just to, you know, at least get something done uh, during the time, so. Right. So, uh, there have been a number of places that have needed to become quite creative to mm-hmm. do, do various things um, to to use technology to further the kingdom of God. So what right. uh, what are and that's why we have you on today is to speak about these these things. So what are some of the things that you've been up to or, or heard other people doing to help the faithful during this time? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, on Facebook I started seeing some other priests, you know, starting to celebrate mass uh, either on YouTube or on Facebook and. Um, you know, kind of the my my brain started kind of turning, and you know, I have a spare office up in the upstairs part of my rectory, and there's a it's an office that I don't use at all; it's more, more or less for storage. And uh, so I moved the desk and got some church items in there, you know, the, the chalice, the Roman missal, etc. And um, start you know toying with the idea of you know broadcasting mass over Facebook, and um, that's been. Um, and also stations on Friday as well. So it's just um, trying to keep a normal schedule. Um, and so it's what I've been doing uh, over the past uh, two, three weeks now, I bet, to uh, kind of meet those needs of, you know, praying the masses that are scheduled. Um, uh, and then also, you know, traveling to my other parish and praying the mass there as well. You know, it's, I think it helps people know that the church is being used, it's being prayed in, uh, mass is still being celebrated, although people can't gather um for the regular Sunday Sunday masses and stuff, so um, it, it did force me to get, get a little creative and you know make sure I have some doors shut to my closet when I celebrate mass so they don't keep my dirty clothes <laughs> and you know that kind of stuff. And um, you know, this past Sunday, you know, the really long gospel, me reading it by myself. Um, I usually keep my dog kenneled up in the basement, but here not the basement, but the my office, which is just right below the, the temporary chapel, and um, he'll bark a lot. You know, and so I. Actually, had to put him out in the car uh, because to keep my, you know, to keep from distractions, basically. So, you know, right. he's he's a good dog, but um, he doesn't understand, you know, why I'm doing some of these things. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great, Father. I think it's really beautiful that you yeah. are um, celebrating Mass in that mission parish, uh, so that people might at least implicitly or even explicitly recognize that the Mass is still being offered in the parish that they love and right. that's, and that grace is still flowing from the cross of Jesus Christ for the salvation of the world um, in this time where we are like, well, out of sight, out of mind? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Out of, it's still this action, this liturgical action is still happening, which is so beautiful. So everybody, mm-hmm. I'm visiting with Father Anthony Urban of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. This is Craig, Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live today. We're talking about creativity with regard to past oral care, uh, various other things, churchy, um, and we have been establishing what Father's been up to in, in a simple way, uh, but we're going to continue uh, talking about this topic. So um, are you getting any feedback, Father, as far as uh, from your parishioners in an online community or local community? Yeah, I think you know, people have been really appreciative of you know what I'm trying to do, uh, just in terms of you know when I begin Mass, you know, people will chime in and say that they're watching and yeah, afterwards I can watch and see how many people did view it, or uh, later on. Um, and, and just people, I've gotten a lot of Facebook uh, requests to, um, well, well, there's people that uh, just want to be able to participate in Mass, or people that have roots, you know, in Tabor or in the parish, and they want to be able to participate. Um, so 
Um, so it's, you know, it's a different way of spreading the gospel or, you know, maintaining that presence of faith in people's lives. And, um, and so I think it's, it's been, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's what I would normally be doing, but it, I think it's, um, I think there's a sense of accomplishment when, when it does work, when technology is our friend and, uh, everything goes well. And, uh, you know, the, a, a local, um, station out of Sioux Falls did a quick little segment on, on what I've been doing. Um, there's a, one of their news reporters was a year behind me, I think, in, in high school. So just made a contact with them, and um, it worked out well to get some publicity as well about uh, what I've been doing. And other denominations, too, are trying to do the same thing. So uh, trying to give some attention to how um, technology can, can benefit us during this time. So. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's fantastic. Um I, I was just chatting with a buddy of mine, and uh, he's a principal at a, at a high school, and mm-hmm. he said that they had just received word that they are supposed to go to their uh, football stadium every, I think it's Wednesday night, and turn on all the lights along with all the other schools throughout the state of Minnesota anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, and turn on their lights at, at like 8 or 9 o'clock at night uh, and to be a sign of hope. Uh, during this time, and I'm thinking, as I was talking to him, he's a he's a good believing man. I was like, dude, I'm glad that you're doing that, but like, why is the stadium doing it? Shouldn't the churches be doing it? like? What kind of hope can a stadium really offer us? Anyway, that's just right. my cynical mind. Uh, but uh, um, but that's going on around your area too. I understand that there are people uh, turning on their porch lights, uh, maybe talking about Bible verses or uh, mm-hmm. various other things. What what other things, and how important is it that we're doing these other things, Father, uh, to to continue living the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, some of those things, um, you know, they might just be you know, kind of in a way a secular, you know, kind of uh, mindset of, you know, we're together, which is great. I think we need the support of, uh, of each other during this difficult time. But um, but I think especially as we're in Holy Week now, we're reflecting upon, um, you know, these, the mysteries of our faith, and the essential mysteries of our faith, namely, you know, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And, um uh, and so, you know, it's been encouraging to, to know that people are visiting the church, they're lighting candles, they're praying. Um, and uh, just a few days ago, I sent out a letter to all my parishioners, just kind of offer updates, and you know, the very first words I offered were, I miss you, you know, just in terms of missing you, miss being around you. Um, and especially during these times when, when it's times that we can pray together and worship together and um, experience an encounter, um, you know, our Lord at the Last Supper, our Lord on the Cross, our Lord at the Resurrection. Um, and I think, you know, the, the bells on my um, church ring you know, on the hour, so it's a good reminder that the, um, you know, one of the more prominent buildings in the, in the community, so it's, you know, it's, it knows that, you know, we're projecting um, something from the church, at least, uh, uh, you know, as those bells toll uh, each hour. So I think also just promoting the devotion like the Angelus, you know, uh, even though our Bells ring on the hour, you know, the six noon and six um, Angelus is a great devotion to be able to teach about during this time. And little things here and there to kind of boost uh, people's devotion or um, remind them of, the, uh, of what we have and uh, what the Church offers us in our treasury of devotions. So. Yes. Oh, that's very good. So, Father, as we come to the end of uh, this segment, talking about mm-hmm. uh, creativity, technology, um, and different ways of practicing faith, um, any final thoughts you'd like to leave, whether it has to do with uh, just in general this time or uh, Holy Week uh, thoughts or anything else you might want to add? 
Yeah, I think it's just uh, in, encouraging spirit of hopefulness. I think people are hopeful that we can get back together soon. Um, and I think it's one of the things of uh, a priest friend and I were conversing of, you know, how to how do we keep the Sabbath now? You know, our regular way of doing that is by going to Sunday Mass, and that's essential. But, you know, given the fact that we can't do that right now, how do we keep holy the Sabbath day and, you know, take rest, but also take time uh, for prayer uh, with family, um, personally? Um, so it's a new challenge, you know, kind of forcing us to uh, look at how we do do that. And um, so we have to get creative as individuals, as priests, but also as lay faithful alike. And so, um, you know, seeing families, you know, pray the rosary together, you know, at the end of the uh, either daily or maybe just on Sunday, um, you know, just those encouragements or you know, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, some of the devotions that people might not be aware of, um, but they kind of teach them about that, either over Facebook or YouTube or, um, you know, however uh, creative we can get out of those, those, those things. So, I think, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think the, just the, what I would conclude with is just to uh, keep our eyes fixed on Christ this week, um, whether it's as I mentioned, at the Last Supper, uh, him on the cross, or him uh, on Sunday morning. So that's maybe what I'd offer uh, uh, to, to all the listeners this morning. Yeah, I think it's uh, really beautiful to have a, an ever-increased devotion to these holy images that we keep in our homes mm-hmm. to, to, to gaze upon, Christ crucified, uh, and his various mysteries. Father, thanks so much for being with us today. I'm so glad that you are serving so well in the Diocese of Sioux Falls um, in your creativity and fidelity to the Lord to bring to your flock and those around uh, hope, but also the, the prayerful uh, continuation of the Church's liturgical uh, life. So thanks so much for being with us, and thanks for your great ministry. All right, God bless you. Coming up, join, join us as we pray the Most Holy Rosary live on the air. I think I'm leading that. For all those who have been affected in some way by the novel coronavirus, we're asking for our Blessed Mother's intercession during this difficult time. It's the Most Holy Rosary next as Real Presence Live continues. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.